0: Welcome to Victory in Faith Now podcast, episode number five. Well, welcome. This is Reverend Phil Hughes, and I am here in the studio for another episode, episode number five. Today's title, God's Army, Satan's Army. little synopsis, how the Christians and the demons are at constant war and our power over evil. God has an army, and we as Christians are not afraid to fight.
1: Welcome to Victory in Faith Now with your hosts, Rev. Philip and Kay Hughes. This is a ministry podcast show where you'll hear teachings on how to expand your faith and build your authority in Christ regarding spiritual warfare. On occasion, there will be time for you, the listener, to call in live. Our show will include testimonials, special guests, and special guest hosts. Also, with programs that will teach you the uncompromising Word of God. So, if you're looking to obtain knowledge and rock-solid teachings regarding such subjects as the occult, witchcraft, the origin of evil spirits, angels and demons, generational curses, Satan, the Holy Spirit, the power of prayer, the blood covenant, healing, faith, authority, and much, much more, then welcome to Victory in Faith Now! You can also visit our website at www.victoryinfaithnow.org. And now, here's your host... Reverend Philip and wife Kay Hughes.
0: Well, here we are. We are in the studio. This is Reverend Phil Hughes. Today is a very interesting program. Today we have a program entitled God's Army, Satan's Army. As you heard from the song, just a little bit of an intro there. Listen, also, I uh, just want to let you know that uh, Kay is not going to be with me today in the studio. I'm going to be doing probably two or three short episodes of my own that we need to do. Uh, this is one of them, probably a couple of more, coming up around the 4th of July, coming around the corner here in a matter of a few days. And so, probably, I'll be doing something special for that particular uh, holiday. This is, though, today's message, episode number five, God's army, Satan's army. Let's get started into this. Did you know that Satan has organized his demons into about seven different categories? And what they will be is is they are the divination. They are called principalities and powers. They have a specialized authority in certain areas of our world and designated responsibilities with other lesser angels or demons, spiritual forces of evil underneath them, much like any other army with ranks as generals going down to the lesser ones. Anyway, in this, these seven powerful ones that we will be talking a little bit about, the, the head of the principalities, of course, of all of this is Satan himself. So what we need to do is we need to see exactly where we stand as Christians and how we can battle this issue. Now, remember, we're in a battle. The war has been won. I'll get into a little bit of that later. I know it seems odd in some places because they're going like, well, if the the battles are battles and the war is the actual big thing, and the war's been, been won, why would we still be battling? Because if the war is done, there's no reason for a battle. Unfortunately, it doesn't work that way in the spiritual realm. We'll be giving you a little bit more details and information on that. I think once you understand a little bit more about how this division of supernatural spiritual forces of demonic activity in our world really works, I think once you understand that, uh, how the, the problems that were affected today and why we are dealing with some of the things that we're dealing with, a glimpse a little bit of what some of our world activities are and why we're having some difficulties in the world that we're having, the issues that we are having today. Everything from the terrorism to just more storms and just a variety of different things that are coming about towards our end time. Very, very close. We are in the end times now. The new world order is coming. We've known this for many, many years, but we're seeing it even more stronger now. Once you understand that the New World Order, this New World Order is actually showing itself in the daily news. Satan, using it right now, the terrorist in the world, you can see the activity of it. Satan's on a rampage. He knows his time is getting short. Supernatural powers and forces are starting to come about. And the warfare that is occurring in this world today ...on a daily basis is throwing havoc in this world, all over the globe. If you do not comprehend biblical teachings on this point, you will not be able to understand the whole concept. The truth of the situation confronting us in this world, in our situations today, it is as real as it is if you're breathing. Demon, demons do exist, spiritual forces do exist, they do have power and authority... And they are supernatural in their own way. You have to understand that much of what Satan wants to do in this world today, he has the power to do. And he's not really being prevented or stopped by God. Why? Because Satan is the God of this world. And God must let this happen to set up the end time predictions from the Bible. It's just part of what we're having to live with. Satan has supernatural power, power over the earth. Thus, whatever he wants to do, he can do, provided God does not step in and prevent it. Good example, the book of Job. Look what uh, Satan was allowed to do with Job. God set the thing up. He allowed certain things. He allowed Satan to um, to take care of some things. God had told him, you can do whatever you want pretty much to do with Job. You can test him, tempt him, do whatever you need to do. You cannot do, though, and that is take his life. But God still allowed Satan to take the family, Job's family, members of his staff, destroyed his home and property, took his livestock, basically pretty much ruined his entire life. And he had the power to kill if he wants to kill, only, though, if God allows it. You have to understand, you see, but not like God... Satan only has a limited amount of power in that area. Really, God gives life, and it is his to take away, not anybody else, including Satan. So just for you to understand that. In Ephesians 2, 6, and 7, the Apostle Paul calls Satan the prince of the power of the air. We already know this, other than in that there's principalities, powers, and supernatural forces of evil. The air that he's talking about here, though, is that that sphere or realm of air around the earth, what we call really one of the third heavens. A whole different subject matter, we'll get into it another time. But Satan being absolutely the director of what goes on on this world. And like I said, even though the war has been won, because when God sent his son Jesus, and Jesus ultimately gave his life, died, shed his blood on the cross, and ended up going to hell, taking those keys, and coming back. That battle that took place that three days that he was in the tomb is what took place, and that's why the war has been won. But going back, looking at Daniel, for instance, we see that uh, godly forces... And satanic forces are battling for control of the, uh, of the kings of the earth in chapter 10. Therefore, we know that Satan and his demonic host are actively, powerfully working through human agents, specifically human political leaders, to achieve their goals. We say, well, okay, what kind? Well, we know that demons can physically possess human bodies Satan himself even controlled Judas at the time when he was given to betray Jesus. It shows that in Luke 22.3. Then most importantly, we also see that the end of the age during the reign of the Antichrist, Satan and his demons possess the key human leaders of this world. You'll see that in Revelation 16 verses 13 through 16. Look, currently, let's face it, the facts are clear. Satan rules the earth. He sits on a throne somewhere on this earth. But we also have to remember that God's omnipotent power, God possesses another power simply because he created everything. And because of that, he has ultimate authority and power. God remains who he is, which is the God of the entire universe, And God's family, which is us, we are controlled under the supernatural forces of the the spiritual realm of God through the Holy Spirit. In other words, God is the Spirit. And therefore, because of that, we are in our own manner a spirit and we have a soul and we have a body. But while we're here on this earth, though we may not be of this world, we are in the world. And so therefore, God, sending his son Jesus gave us power and authority to defend ourselves and to help battle against issues that the enemy tries to come up and use against us. This battle only shows that Satan has complete authority to do whatever he desires to do on this earth until or unless God, for some reason, supernaturally steps in and stops him in his track. The problem is there's too few people today really totally understand the basic principles of this scripture, these uh, statements. To back up this, though, I mean, first of all, we know that a God's power, a wisdom of, of infinite power is shown in Psalms 147, especially verse 5. For we've got to remember that God, there's nothing impossible for him to do. God's power is greater than what we humans Even can comprehend. I mean, when you can speak the worlds into existence through a word, that is power beyond belief. And we have to understand that even though we are also created beings, remember that Satan himself is a created being. Therefore, there's no way he could ever be in the position that God is in. Because God himself even created him. But we should not be too surprised because why Jesus was even tempted? Beyond me. It's the ignorance of of the enemy. When you think about it, after the 40 days, and during that time that he was in the desert after being baptized by John the Baptist, he ended up going into the wilderness to be tempted of the devil. Therefore, when Satan was tempting him, one of the things that he said, he says, I will give you all of these riches that you see and he showed this vision of of the earth, of all of the jewels and the gold and the cities and you know, but when you really get right down to it, it's like, Okay and this is this is my interpretation, is like being Jesus, I'm thinking to myself, Okay, listen, dude, talking to the devil <laughs> I made this stuff, man. I mean, you know, this is mine to begin with. You can't give me something that's already mine. That just goes to show you how ignorant some of the things that Satan does. And he's limited, even though he has a lot of power and authority and he's been around for multiple thousands of years. You have to stop and think. He is also limited. He can only do so much so often. He does a lot of the same things, just rearranging them to make them better or in some manner different. But in reality, he can't really come up with a whole lot of different things that he's already come up with to begin with. So that's something you need to consider. And we have God. We have the Lord Jesus Christ. We have his name and we have the blood. There's power in the blood. It's like the old song. There's power, power, power in the blood. Well, there is. There's power in the blood, and more so, there's authority and power in the name. That's why he said, the things I do, you shall do also, and greater things than these shall you do. Not only that, he said, when he gave his disciples that authority and power, he said, those who believe in me. Well, if you're a believer, that puts you as part of the family. with the same power, the same authority, he left them. Because he said, those who believe. Well... That would make us believers. And if we're believers, we have the same power and authority. We can take over the same things and do the same things that they did. So we can cast out, rebuke, bind, stop the enemy in his track. I mean, think about the greatest miracles of one of the things of birth, right? And I mean, yet here is Mary, Jesus' mother, when God impregnated through the Holy Spirit, Mary, through that power of the Holy Spirit, thus gave birth to the Messiah, Jesus Christ. God delivered the Messiah up even... As Satan was attempting to destroy him, of course, you got to stop and think. He knew that Jesus was coming. He knew that this was going to be a problem with the, someone coming to create and be a, salva- uh, a savior of the land and the world. Jesus had accomplished, created salvation, and destroyed all sin, if they would just accept him as savior, and established basically his church, which is what we have today. God also intervened mightily. In history during Jesus' crucifixion and death on the cross. Now, remember, we are in a battle. We are still in a battle. Day in and day out. The enemy has multiple demonic forces. Everything from fear, sickness, disease, spirits of alcohol, spirits of drugs, spirits of prostitution, spirits of gluttony. I mean, there's, there's just a multitude you know, of sin that goes on out there. And it's sin that causes our death because it was this that took place in the beginning in the garden, caused us to be where we are today. This is why we have what we call premature death. We don't live to be a thousand years old or 800 or 700 or 400. I mean, our lifespan today on an average between 75 and 85, maybe 90. Yet, Even though Jesus could have lived longer, he was only here for 33 years. He came to do something, he took care of what he came to do, and that was it. Today, even though God, when he gives us what we call an extended life, if you look scripturally, you'll find that the average extended life would be 120. Even at that, that's still not bad considering. But we need to live a life of holiness, of wholesomeness. We need to live a life cleanly. We need to live life according to what Jesus' record was, which was to set that thing for us to live the way that we should live. The, the basic rules, regulations, following the simple things that God laid out for us. And he said, if you'll seek me and my righteousness, then you will have a prolonged life. In other words, he will extend your life. So it's a matter of, of whether or not you know you do that or you take the other fork in the road, which is doing things the way you want to do them, the way of the world, living more the way Satan's temptations are. And therefore, you end up dying because you end up... You follow in the wrong path. It's really what it comes down to. you got a choice in life to make. It's either you live for the Lord or you live for yourself. You know, but as the end begins to start to get closer, God himself finally, and I thank God for that, through prophecy, has promised to intervene again in the world history to bring about final deliverance from sin and to establish Jesus Christ as the right throne location of him in the millennium, and then for eternity, God specifically designated prophecy, so that mankind would understand that he is God, the only God. But this war has been won. You have to understand that. Yet the battle goes on, and it's going to continue to go on, until such time that Jesus finally does return and come back. You know, I had mentioned that before, but, you know, let me, let me say this. The difference between battles and wars, there was an episode, an, an issue, I guess, some type of a situation that took place during World War II. A good example is some of the islands that were taken by Japan we came in and we took some of those battles and as as the Marines, the Navy and the Air Force and, and various troops from other parts of the world uh, came into battle to take those islands back and when they did, most of them during the closing of the war, uh, there were some, had Japanese soldiers still on them. Now, the war ended but no one told them that it had ended so when some soldiers came back onto the island to clean up some things and do some of the things, they got under attack by Japanese soldiers that were there because they were not aware that the war, had, the war has, was over. And because the war was over, it had ended still battling these guys, thinking that the war had still going on. But in fact, it, it wasn't. So that's what I'm saying. A battle is different than a war. So we need to understand that in this time period that we're dealing with right now, we're going to see some things come about within the next few years that is probably going to, to create some more issues. One of the things is is that, I mean, we're starting to see some of the terrorism going on in the world today just simply by things like ISIS. You know, Satan's working through them. He's using them to accomplish some of the things that he's desiring to do, which is to destroy the Christian's and the people who believe in Christianity, and he's after countries like the bombing that just took place at the airport in Turkey, you know, in Europe, London. They had theirs over there in Britain. The British people are dealing with that issue now. The United States has already had their issues with it. Remember 9-11. So, I mean, you know, we're not over this whole issue. It's getting actually worse. I mean, we've got people and our soldiers in America are in in Iraq. And we're still fighting things over there, but let me tell you, the battle's going to continue to go on, but again, ultimately, the war has been won. So just remember that. Let me go on here. You know, like I told you, there are different demons out there. As one example, one of the ones that's in the world that's actively working with ISIS and some of these issues like that is this demon called Medit. It's spelled M-E-D-I-T. This demon of hate, murder, killing, war, jealousy, envy, and gossip. He just continues to go on. He has some of those are individual demons under him with that type of authority also that he sends out. Or we call... This one, this Christian demon, they call it a Christian demon, and for a better word, we call him a religious spirit. He likes to get into the church situations. We, he will also try to weaken the Christian walk with uh, with the Lord, making him content, fail to live up to church commitment, such as tithing, uh, soul winning, church participation, and much more. But all this, and we are in, again, an army of the Lord, are against fighting some of these issues because we don't know how. Thus, this is one of the reasons why our program is here. Victory in Faith Now is a podcast religious program that helps people understand the responsibilities and how they can fight in this spiritual battle, and spiritual warfare that we're dealing with on a day-to-day basis to help make their lives a little bit more simpler. Once you know your power and authority, you'll be able to deal with a lot of these things. You know, Jesus died on the cross and shed his blood. He was in hell the three days. His body was in a tomb during that time, and he battled with Satan. He took those keys of hell... And gave them to Peter to use at the heaven's gate. So we are the champions of the fight. And we are more than conquerors. And we have won this war. We can claim that no weapon formed against us can prosper. For the blood of Christ and the name is above every name. The name of Jesus Christ. And he gives us the power and the authority over Satan. And every and all evil spirit principality, power, and demon. So if God is for us, who can be against us? Think about it. You can have this power and authority and faith built today if you will just accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Because you can't fight the enemy if you're still with the enemy. You have to make a decision. You have to go in one direction or the other. You know, Satan is not going to give up this battle until he's made as much havoc in this world as he can. But the end for Satan is coming. Let me read you something out of Revelation chapter 20, verses 9, 10, and 11. Listen to this. Now I'm reading this out of um, between the Amplified and the Phillips translation. Here's what it says. They came, talking about demons, came up and spread over the breadth of the earth, and they encountered and encircled the army of the saints, that's us, who were defending the beloved city, probably Israel. But here's the main thing. This shows where Jesus comes into the realm. But fire came down from the sky and consumed them. The devil who deceived them was hurled into the lake of fire and sulfur to join the animals and the false prophets and there. They shall be tortured day and night for timeless ages. Another version of that just simply says this. It says, the Antichrist uh, will be sent there through the lake of fire and the burning brimstone and the sulfur and the beast and the false prophets are also. And they will be tormented day and night forever and ever. And then I saw a great white throne and one seated upon it from The presence, both earth and sky, fled and vanished. Okay, and he goes on to say here, and this is this is something that was visioned into this particular saying, and that is, is what took place with all of the rest of the people that were non believers. All of the remaining demons and spiritual forces. It said this. It says, And I saw a great white throne, and him who was seated upon it, from whose presence earth and heaven fled away, and no place was found for them. For this heaven and earth passed away. This is when we will be returning with the Lord Jesus Christ to a new earth. And there will be heaven, and there will be earth, and we will become new again. But again, this is just one of those things that you need to see. The book of Revelation, I know sometimes can get a little difficult to understand, but let me tell you, it's coming. The end time is here, and it's only a matter of time. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give the announcer an opportunity to come in, and I'll be right back. And we will be back in just a few minutes. God bless
1: you. We thank you for the time you've spent with us on this episode of Victory in Faith Now. Our desire is to honor God by promoting victory in your life, by teaching that all can be healed according to the word of faith. Also, by reaching out to the world, to all in need of Jesus Christ. Rev. Phil and Kay Hughes seek for you a deeper spiritual walk of faith, power and authority for all who know Jesus is Lord, and salvation for all those who don't. May God's very best be yours. Now, a closing comment from your hosts, Reverend Phil and his wife, Kay Hughes.
0: Thank the announcer for um, that great outro that he 's done uh, great voice, great individual okay, so as we conclude today 's show, which was god 's army satan 's army, episode five, we are getting ready to go into episode six here and we 've got a couple of good programs that we 're getting ready to start with as well. Got one coming up though uh, for the holidays, probably around the Fourth of July time. Uh, i 've got one coming up that I probably would doing real soon here that uh, will be in and around that time period to help celebrate the birth of our country anyway. Um, this is something that I want you to know. I want you to go to our website and take a look around a little bit. You know read about us. Um, you can go to contact us and fill out a piece of information there. Maybe send us a, an email to our email uh, address or whatever. By the way, our email address, if you decide that you just want to send us an email, you can do that too. It is Phil, that's P H I L dot K K A Y at VictoryInfaithNow.org. So it's K at victoryinfaithnow.org. Now leave us a little comment, we'll get back with you. Appreciate that very much. Also you can go to the website which is ww dot dot org. Please get in there, subscribe to us, and you can go to uh, YouTube. You can see us on YouTube. You can uh, subscribe to us on YouTube. You can also visit us on iTunes. And if you would, while you're there, give us a five-star rating. We'd appreciate that. It helps move us up the scale there a little bit of our shows and popularity. And subscribe to us there, too, if you can. Uh, If you have an Android, you can also go through either Google or you can get it on what is called Podcast Republic. And uh, subscribe to us there, and you can also hear our programs there as well. Um, so, if you get into the, to the YouTube uh, area, you can either hear us through the video or the audio port of podcasting. Also, if you go to the website, you can also pick up uh, and hear our uh, information there on each of the programs that we've come up with the last few episodes or so so you can also hear them there anyway we uh, we appreciate you visiting with us we want you to know that we love you and again if you want to have victory and authority in this world today you need to know Jesus as your personal lord and savior so with that I'm going to give you a simple opportunity here that if you've been thinking about it and maybe haven't decided to do that we'd like to hear from you and say you know hey I heard you and I repeated the sinner's prayer and I'm now Um, When I say family, I'm talking about God's family as a Christian, and uh, I'm trying to make my life better by accepting the Lord Jesus Christ and walking according to the way He would want me to live. So with that, let me just say this. If you'll repeat just a few of these words. Father, I thank You for sending Your Son, Jesus Christ, as my Lord and Savior. I thank You that the Lord Jesus Christ died for me on the cross, shed His blood for my sins. And I ask you, Lord Jesus, to come into my life and let me live according to the way you would like me to live. I thank you that you died for me, that you've forgiven my sins. I believe that you died and were raised three days later, and that now you're sitting at the right hand of the Father God. And that you are now living in my life, and that I can worship and honor and glorify you Help me find a church that I can start to attend, that will teach me the word. And I thank you so much for the dying on the cross, and for the remission of my sins. And I thank you that you've forgiven me, and there is nothing for me to be guilty about or concerned about. I thank you for the blood, for the power, for the authority of your name. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Welcome to the family. If you've done that, you are now part of the family. and. For those of you who have been there and maybe kind of backslidden, gotten back into the ways of the world, you know, just repeat that again to yourself, and uh, the Lord will honor that. He wants you back. He doesn't want you living in the world according to the way that the world lives. Amen? So, with that, we've got a couple of shows coming up that we want to tell you about real soon. We've got a couple of really good ones. We've got one called Movies that you need to see. There's Power of the Tongue that's coming up. We have The Fourth of July. Freedom is not free program. That'll be coming up. That'll be an episode. And how to wound the devil. How to wound the demons. (laughs) We've got some good ones coming anyway. And so we just want you to know that we will be back real soon. Stay tuned and we will see you next time. God bless.